This week on Tea with Queen and Jay, do shame and religion go hand in hand? Also, mental health and the truth about conscious rap and women. It's Tea with Queen and Jay, people. Drink up. Yo. Hello. Hello. <sighs> I feel like my vocal cords are frozen. Frozen? Frozen. Frozen. Why? Because it's like winter. Are you cold? No, not right now. I don't okay. mean in general. Like, All what right. the fuck? That came out of nowhere. It did. It was mad. It was like nice and warm. Wasn't it a nice day yes. kind of on Saturday? And, and then, then it got it weird. Said... What's up, guys? Uh, welcome to Tea with Queen and Jay. I am Queen. I'm Jay. We're two womanist race nerds talking shit over, over tea. tea. And this is Tea with Queen yeah. and Jay. And you might hear yeah. little Hennessy, my dog, in the background. Yes, we whimpering, are doing a spot of tea. Yeah, it's one of our shorter episodes where we just come together and we talk shit. Yeah, and we chill in Jay's house That's while right. we talk shit. So That's you hear Hennessy right. sometimes. That is and right. Sometimes we take bathroom breaks and shit. That is undesirable, but yes. Yeah, I'm just saying, this is like the, the home Yeah, it is. The home it, show. Is the chill. it is the, the chill. chill. It is the yeah. chill show. The chill show. Um, if you want to follow along the conversation, you can hashtag T with QJ on Twitter, or you can also hashtag us on Facebook, right? Yeah, you can if hashtag on Facebook. Yeah. You can hashtag on Instagram. Like, if you, like, some people tag us and stuff when they're like, oh, this is my podcast I listen to, and they, um, that's Tennessee Drinking Water. It's so annoying, yo. Um, you know how some people shout us out on Instagram? Yes. If they were to hashtag it and yes. not tag us, we would still be able to find true it. True that, true that, true that. Yeah. All, all of them leave a trail. So hashtag us everywhere. We like it. Um, tea with QJ. If you would like to... Oh, you know what? What kind of tea are you drinking? Let's get to that shit. <laughs> Today is a special tea day. It is a special day. Um, this show, we were um, given tea by the Reading Room Tea Company. Uh, the Reading Room Shop. The Reading Room Shop. Yeah, The Reading Room Shop. They're at Reading Room Shop on Twitter and Instagram and thereadingroomshop.com. Oh, this one, this packet says Reading Room Tea Co. Not the website, but like the company. Oh, okay, the company is Reading Room yeah. Tea. Okay, company, cool. So, um, yeah, and they sent us their brew that's called Maya Angebrew. Yeah, it's very cute. Oh, it's so it's black. Very cute. And I fucks very... with it. How is it? So that's the tea I'm drinking. I'm drinking their. Well, like I said, my yeah, my Angebrew. It's black owned company. It's... Two black women. Yes. Um, this one has you know, a mixture of that. honey, caramel, fresh baked pear, fruity round, and sweets. And this is. I'm only drinking it because Jay is allergic. I'm to allergic pear. to pears and apples and, and apple. stone fruits and shit. Yeah, like apple bits in here. It's, That's my superhero really weakness. I'm yeah. liking this tea. Good. So I got some, and they gave us like tea bags. They did our, give us tea bags. With our names on yes, them. Yes, so I couldn't. Jay on it. Very cool tea bags. I couldn't um, drink the tea because I'm allergic to pears, like I said. But I was able to use my special personalized tea bag, and I put my own tea I in it. Mine. Um. Okay. That sounds like me to yeah. break my tea bag. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, what are you drinking, Jay? I'm drinking that tea. Some that regular Jasmine... ass black shit. No, no it's the tea that Jasmine brought. Some coconut. Oh, okay, that's yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, coconut. Jasmine brought it. Chai that's tea. Good. Yeah, yeah, that's good. It's good. It's good. Um, so that's our tea. Shout out to the women of the Reading Room Tea Company. Yeah. We like that. We appreciate you. Thanks for sending it, yo. Yes, it's yes. delicious. Um, donations. 
Yes, if you would like to send a donation to the Tea with Queen and Jay show to mm-hmm. help the progress of this podcast, to yep. keep us going, yep. to help us pay for studio time, studio time, um, other business expenses, yeah, lots of you yeah. know business expenses, help us gain access to things that we haven't yeah, been able to do uh, yeah. or participate in. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. Maybe you can fund us going to a conference. Who knows? Anything. The money could be used for anything. Absolutely. The show, so you can go to teawithqueenandjay.com, click the donate button. Or if you're a person who needs a shortcut, tea with queen, no, paypal.com, mm-hmm. paypal.me slash tea with QJ. Mm-hmm. And you, that link sends you directly to a donation right. situation. Right, right, right. So, yes. Yeah. So you can help us out. Speaking of a donation. Speaking of donations. Yeah, I wanted to send a big libations, formerly known as Pinkies Up, um, to friend to the show and listener Tony Poirier. Um, I, I don't like the way that I said his last name. How do you say his last name? It's Priye. It is oh, Priye. But I started it, on it. You I said know. It nice I right know. Now. But I felt so like I was going to start. Okay. It, the right way. it did. Right. Yes. Um. So, friends of the show, turn Tony Priye, one of the co-creators, actually, of the graphic novel Concrete Park. Ooh, cool. Yes, I know nothing. <laughs> But so cool. <laughs> it is cool. Um, anyway, he was kind enough to drop a donation in the donation plates. Yes. So we appreciate you. We thank you for that. And we appreciate you listening. Yes. Um, as I mentioned, he's one of the co-creators of Concrete Park. If you want to learn more about that, you can check out the website, website at concretepark.com. Mm-hmm. Um, and buy the book, yo. I think they have a few volumes there. Cool volumes. So that that means it's levels. There, get that. there are levels. Yeah, you could also Google Tony. He's like that. kind of a big deal. So I that. never know who anyone is. Well, that's true. I met him on YouTube today. <laughs> and I appreciate your donation, Tony. We but I've heard lots you. about him. But yeah, 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 yeah. I met him today on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. So once again, thank you. We appreciate you. Um, What the fuck is up with you, yo? Um, winter's coming. Winter's <laughs> so coming. So I can think about winter's my coming. It was so cold on oh the way God. home from work. It was so cold. So fucking cold. Yeah. That's all I can think about. That's all all right. Sorry. Um, that's cool. That's all I got. It is mad cold. It wasn't as cold when we went to went to Bonfire Radio's game night. Yes, which was cool. Yeah. What is what's the card game that we were playing? I don't know. That they had. It was dope. Dope University. Oh, I'm like, Jay has known me for years. I don't retain information okay. that I d- don't need oh, for, already then. for life. Okay, that's cool. So I don't remember the that's name. Cool, that's cool. But you um, always ask me questions like yeah, that. Yeah, I don't know why I bother. I don't know why I bother. You played um, dope. What did we play? Dope University is dope a card game. So our friends, uh, TK, who engineers the show often for us, and conscious, you know, they do bon- they run Bonfire Radio and they sponsored a game night. They did a game night mm-hmm. sponsored by Dope University um, card game, which you can also, I think it's dopeuniversity.com, but if you Google it, you'll find the card game and all that information yeah. or whatever. Um, so we went to that and it's kind of like a hip hop opinion game, card game. I thought at first that it was like trivia. And Jay got excited because trivia is Jay's thing. So she's like, hey, I like fun this? facts. And then she was like, opinions. I don't like opinions, yo. I do not, especially hip hop opinions, opinions, yo. You think everybody, like opinions are like assholes? Ask for everybody's hip hop opinion. I don't talk to people about hip hop. They're the worst. Because that's why I don't talk to people about hip hop. They're the worst. But this was actually fun. Especially because... men. Oh. With dusty sneakers. Well, there's that. <laughs> Don't talk to them about hip hop. 
No. Those are the, not. those are the ones with the dusty sneakers. Yeah. The hip hop purists oftentimes have dusty sneakers. Because yes. if they stayed fresh, they'd be up on that new shit. <laughs> and the hip hop purist doesn't want anything nope. to do with that mm-hmm. new shit. They still wear baggy jeans. They still and... wear baggy jeans. Yeah. If they wear do rags, they still have a flap. Like just all the this old do-rag shit. Flap. Like, why are you doing that? Oh man. Luckily, <laughs> none of that was happening. None of that was happening at the party or whatever. So we had a good time playing. And actually, the way the game is set up, you are trying to, you kind of want to agree with other people. That's mm-hmm. how you like gain your points. So it kind of yes. goes by popular opinion. But you can like, go, you know, you can do what you, you can want. do whatever you want to do. You, you can lose. Dissent. And it, well, it depends. <laughs> it also depends on who's in the game with you and what you think about mm-hmm. other people's yes, opinions yes, in the game or whatever. True. And what kind of, if you if you're there, you know, some rounds I was just like, I just want to talk shit, so I'm just gonna go against what everyone's gonna say or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then other times you want to agree, whatever. I never but anyway. cared about winning. I cared about you knowing what I thought. <laughs> and that's, the thing is, that's that's how that, I am. Right. So it was actually it actually even though I hate hearing everyone's hip-hop opinion I actually mm-hmm. did enjoy like talking about it in that setting yes and we were all drunk so it was fun yes i think it was, i would have preferred shots instead of points but it's not my game but we could do that next so time whatever. it's a car you could do that yeah though. i know that yeah, but we weren't playing time. that way so i was oh. like i don't give a fuck about these five points where's my where's shot that's yeah. how i felt about it all right well, we could do that we could do that at our at our event <laughs> <laughs> we'll do shots <laughs> Well, well, I guess shots. we would have had to pay for those shots. So okay, maybe not. <laughs> you gotta think these through. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Gotta, you gotta think these through. Um. So yeah, pinkies, libations, pinkies out to everybody who was there, except for the rapist, Rapey Randall. There was a rapist baby killer. Whoa! Playing a game with us. Was I was calling killer? him rapist baby killer all night. When did he turn? When did he become a baby killer? So listeners, a question came up about what song. I think like I can't remember what the question was, but somehow Tupac Brenda's got a baby. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like, what's the most depressing song? Yes. Yeah. So I think a lot of us picked Brenda's got a baby, and right. he was like, "Oh, there's always babies in the trash." Right. And I was like, "Yeah." So you're a rapist and a baby killer. Right. So I kept calling him both of those. Yeah, that was unnecessarily uh, possibly triggering. <laughs> um, you just take him out, you clean him up. It was just like, whoa! I didn't. I was so like gone at that point. I didn't hear him so say that. So let's talk about why we started. So how, let's talk about how how Randall got rapey. So Randall, which is not his real name, but that's what we call him. Yeah, rapey Randall. Um, Seemed like a nice guy. I'm sure he's a nice guy. I'm sure I'll see him again at an event. Yeah. And he'll be a nice guy. He was actually, he actually ended nice. up being a nice guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it became clear as we were playing the game. You know, it's an opinion game, so we're all sitting around talking shit. And let's remember, nice people rape. Nice people rape people all the time. Yeah, so yes, he's a right, nice guy. Right, right. Nice so. guy, uh, rapey Randall. Sitting around talking shit, it became apparent that he didn't seem to have a clear grasp of like what was rape and what was consent. Yes, which was it's not uncommon at all. But he was so it's it's rare nowadays. I think in certain um, social situations that you find somebody who's so overtly and clearly like vocally confused about it, especially within our age group. He may he may be a little bit older than us. I'm I'm not sure. I pictured him younger, but probably because he was just to me so clueless. Right. Right. But um, I remember he said lots of rapey things, and Jay yeah. was actually like, "Whoa!" Well, to say something, I was mm-hmm. like, "Wait, wait, wait!" And I felt like <laughs> it was funny because you were like, "No, no, no!" No, let me tell you. Let me tell you my drunk thoughts. <laughs> it took me, but it took me so long because you just kept saying, "No, no, let it. It's okay." And I was like, "You're right." I got to the point where I was no, like, "You know what? My drunk thoughts. You're right." 
got drunk thoughts. This is what happened. But wait, but I was like, you're right. We're gonna (laughs) let's play this game and have a good time. time. And as soon as I simmered down, I was was like, like, but wait wait a minute. minute. Yeah, because so my drunk thoughts were this. Um, Jay was about to shut him straight. Yeah, but then I thought about the other people in the room, Mm -hmm. and I actually thought about them being uncomfortable. They came here to have a good time, you know, whatever. So that's why I was like, you know, chill. Right. right. And to be clear, then he, he said he something said, mm-hmm. about Nate Parker, mm-hmm. and now I felt uncomfortable. Okay. And you know how my defense mechanism, when it comes to my discomfort, mm-hmm. I need to deflect and make right. you discomfort. Right. Right. And then right. I was thinking, I'm drunk at a party, mm-hmm. and this is usually where these fuzzy consent things happen. Right. This is my drunk thoughts. Right. What a better place <laughs> than to, school to somebody start this conversation than in this consent. drunk. And um, party right. atmosphere. Something else that's so interesting. So that's why I was like, no, let's yeah. get it started. And when you're talking yeah. about when you're talking about hip hop, especially if you're Queen and Jay, <laughs> <laughs> it's almost it's almost inevitable. Like because women and the treatment of women and our voice, whether it be silenced or pronounced, and like the role of women, whether you're talking about somebody like a Conscious or a J. Cole or a Lauren Hill who seem to have a very clear and often skewed perception of like what womanhood is or yeah, what, what, what they think it like. should be and should look like or whatever. So you get into these conversations of hip hop and it's bound to come up how women are... Um, even in in those right because those are artists who are supposedly conscious or supposedly um, don't hate women and, and respect a, women. And usually, it's not even that they their delivery just isn't as overt. It's not as overtly disrespectful, so but it is patronizing. Like, it yeah, is disrespectful. That's all of these things. It is degrading because but because it's not like Trump screaming shit at right, you. Right, think it's not right, happening. right. And so those conversations come up when it's like, oh, who's the best out of these four? Who could stay? Who could go? And so many of them for me was like, oh, they hate women. Yeah, oh, they hate women. Me and Jay nope, kept saying that. Nope, he hates women. Yeah. He did this, this, yeah. this, and that, and he's this. What is he? What do you call him? Randall? Rapey Randall. Rapey Randall was like, well, what songs in hip hop? Who who does respect women? Right. And like, nobody. Nobody. You don't live in this world? Yeah. <laughs> nobody, really. Nobody respects women. There are different degrees. And I honestly, I find it more offensive when we praise and lift people up like Lauren Hill or Common or J. Cole who it's like it's a secret. It's like they, to me, when I'm listening, I can hear that they clearly don't see women as equals um, and don't see them as knowledgeable. Right, only a certain type. Uh, What is that shit that J. Cole says? Some shit about the difference between a woman and a hoe or something and only some people know. I don't fucking know. I don't listen to his song. He's boring to death. So I've never... He's boring. I've never listened to a whole lyric. He's boring. I would rather hear... I would rather hear someone... Um, who we consider to be like overtly disrespectful to women in their lyrics, where yeah. it's, it's not a secret, you know what I'm saying? Yes. Like, I don't know because it's kind of like we talk about fuckboys all the time, mm-hmm. so it's kind of like that that nice guy, fuckboy, oh, that guy one, who's like, I'm a nice guy, yes, and, those mm-hmm. I hate them the most, right? Because they try to navigate under this it's guise of I'm it's right. deception, they think they're the better one, or I am the one, or you should want me because I am mm-hmm. the man. I'm not calling you a bitch in a hoe mm-hmm. and slapping you and mm-hmm. all of this, shit. so that must mean I'm the chosen one, right? Like, it does not mean that, right? So it's, that's kind of that exactly. same lane. It's easier for me to take. It's easier for me to take overtly degrading hip hop as entertainment with yes, a grain of salt as exactly. entertainment than it is for me to take somebody who 
people consider a teacher. Yes. People consider Lauren Hill a teacher. People consider Com- Common a, a teacher. teacher. You know what I'm saying? Goodness and saying. it's dangerous because routinely, and Lauren hasn't given us that much work, but really that's her fault because if she, I would love it. Just real quick on Lauren again. Mm-hmm. I would love it if she would just hit me with a new album where she wasn't talking about how much it's women's fault that men are doing bad things to them. Then like we, I would be okay. It's nothing wrong with the fact that she did this album twenty years ago. Yeah, it's I the was... fact that she goes around still singing these songs that are not cool to women. And yeah, it hasn't added anything. You, she hasn't had any added anything to the narrative. She hasn't talked about what she's learned. She hasn't done anything, yo. It's because maybe when she's supposed to, she just doesn't show she up. Doesn't show up. <laughs> she doesn't show up. <laughs> she doesn't come. So anyway, yeah. So um, Rapey Randall is saying these triggering things. Triggering. Queen responds. We're all kind of responding. What I will say is that I felt and I appreciated that he was nakedly um, naive about yes. consent and he, yes. he did he said i said it sounds like you think that rape because a lot of men think that rape is some, some guy, guy jumping, out of, the jumping out of the bushes with a knife to your throat like come here follow me and drags you into the woods and, and violates you. you right right not right. fucks that's not sex and violates you like right and violates you um when in there is there is that that is a, a form of rape but mm-hmm. also it's somebody that you know it's somebody who has harassed you all night come on you know you want to you know you want to come on come yeah, on come on who's worn sex. right 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 that's not how it's, that it's that time that you wore a girl down you finally got her to if you have to wear somebody down you have to get them to agree mm-hmm. to do some shit that they made clear they you didn't want to do two hours ago right that is right. not no clear consent. Right. Um, he was also unclear on pedophilia. He oh was my unclear. Gosh. We talked about. We actually we covered about a lot a of ground. A lot of shit with this man. What I did appreciate from him is that he never got defensive. Right. He would listen. Mm-hmm. He'll say some dumb shit, and mm-hmm. we'd be like, "Whoa!" And tell him why it was problematic, mm-hmm. and explain stuff. And he'll be like, "Oh, like he wasn't." He wasn't acting like he was being attacked. Because right. it was me, Jay, and another woman who were kind of mm-hmm. like, oh, what mm-hmm. the fuck? There was a moment. There was a moment. But he wasn't acting like right. I'm being attacked right. right now. There was a moment, and we were all wasted. So this, yeah, yeah, this yeah. was okay. But there was a moment where he was standing, and we almost had him, like, surrounded. Surrounded. And we weren't yelling at him. me, you, and Butasha. Yes. And we weren't yelling, but it was just like that, that the way we were standing and talking about it is something that I don't think any of the four of us would have done if we were sober. You Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? But it was, I just appreciated that like, even in his drunk state, in our drunk state, he's taking this, like we're having a conversation and he was saying horrible things, but not maliciously, just incredibly ignorant. Yes. And I did, I appreciated that too. Maybe it was because he was drunk, Mm -hmm. but I appreciate the fact that he can openly be that ignorant. Right. You know what I mean? And not like, um, you know what I'm saying? Like he could, he would say, and he, I think he knew it was shitty shit, but it was like, Hey, I, I think this, what is this? Right, 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 right. I have this thought. What is that? So mm-hmm. what do I do with this thought? Mm-hmm. That, that he was presented it like yeah, that. Yeah. So it, it, an open conversation that probably wouldn't have opened if he just was just mm-hmm. like, let me just keep this yeah, shit. Yeah, and then that sure led into a different. conversation about privilege. We just, it just. Yeah, did it, we did the podcast. We did the podcast. One-on-one. Drunk. We did a one-on-one live at show. game drunk. night. Yeah. yeah. It was it was good though. I had, I had a really good time. I had, I had a I good time. I always enjoy that. And I just remember him saying, wow you know i came out here to meet some women thinking i would come and meet women <laughs> and uh we end up in this great conversation 
I'm like, well, you you met women. I know this is not what you had in mind, but you exactly. you met. You met I women. do like that. Even when we're drunk, <laughs> we're teaching motherfuckers about consent Dude. and privilege. When I am drunk. <laughs> I'm ten times more likely to discuss me consent, too. All of, that's I'm what like, I do when, when I'm drunk. Me too. Okay. <laughs> At the end of it, I still want dick from somewhere, but, but yeah, I spend all the time before that talking yeah, about I'm like extra like, serious shit, extra yeah. political. And it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, we're having fun. I'm having fun right now. We were having a blast. I was having a good time. I had the best time. I don't know about everybody else. I had a great time. There were several times when they were like, "Whoa, let's not." What are you people. doing? We're like, hey. whoa, we're playing a game, I'm and like, yeah. we are. Too. We are <laughs> We're having a great time. We're having a great time. Um, yeah, so that was cool. That was a good yeah, time. So shout that. out to um, I guess should we should we stop now calling him uh, rapist Randall? I don't remember his real name. I kept calling him rapist. Randall. I remember it. We can't say his real name now. Oh, uh, but you said could we stop? What we're we gonna call him? I guess I could just call him Randall, even though uh, it's okay. not his name. I don't know what his name was at oh, all, okay. so it doesn't even matter. All right. <laughs> Cool. Don't even matter. Um, what else is popping? So I wanted to talk about Kanye West and his recent, um, I would have called them shenanigans before, mm-hmm. but since now that I've heard that he um has been hospitalized for, I just want to tell the listeners that you're stroking your braids because yeah. I I can no I can hear it, but I want I people to know what that is. They can't hear it. This would be did this before shows ago, where but I, I can like, hear it. You don't think you they can, can hear they it? They can't. We okay. did the same thing on the show, and you was like Sorry. they can hear it, I'll and they couldn't hear anything. They couldn't hear anything. All right. But um, yeah, he was hospitalized for I don't like this word though. They. Quote, I'm quoting TMZ for erratic behavior. Okay. But, like, that's so vague. Like, but yeah. Could that be? They didn't, mm-hmm. that's the word that they used. Mm-hmm. I don't like that word, though. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, so since he's been hospitalized, it, I never was one to call Kanye crazy in the sense of, like, how you regularly use, like, oh, he's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, mostly because I've had mental illness in my family, so I know what, like, crazy actually is mm-hmm. not the way that we use it socially mm-hmm. i guess is what right. i'm saying so i never loosely used it like that but mm-hmm. i always had a feeling something was wrong mm-hmm. um it's also an ableist term that i i don't think we're supposed to really use that term yeah, casually. yeah. i'm mm-hmm. working on it it's like so a part of my like vernacular yeah that that's one of those yeah. things that it's it takes work for me not to use. i don't really the way i don't really use it but when i do use it is when i'm like because for me, I feel like my temperament is pretty much even. Mm-hmm. So when it breaks out of that, to me, it's like crazy. Mm-hmm. But it's yeah, that's for me, like if I'm describing my temperament, and I'm right. like, let me go crazy. Because mm-hmm. it's like, mm-hmm. this is usually where it's at. Right. But I don't typically go around calling people crazy mm-hmm. because I've had people who have been hospitalized in my mm-hmm. family for mental right. um, disorder. So it's not like a thing for mm-hmm. me. But socially, people do use it, so I get that. Mm-hmm. Anyways, so... I do, I like that, I'm hoping that he takes his hospitalization seriously and that he gets help because he obviously needs it. Okay. Um, And I think that, we've talked about this before about black people and mental health Mm -hmm. and I don't think we know when we're, we go through so much shit Mm -hmm. that I don't think we know when we're breaking. Um, 
especially not mentally because we're just supposed to just handle everything mm-hmm. or we're just we're supposed to be turned up people anyway mm-hmm. that's why that word erratic i'm like i don't know what that means because kanye is always in quotations turned up right so what is erratic mm-hmm. for kanye mm-hmm. or could he just always been having episodes and we just thought he was turned up you mm-hmm. know like what mm-hmm. which one is it which mm-hmm. one could it be but I, I do hope he seeks help. He, um, I kind of, I don't know. It's like I feel bad for him. Okay. Because I don't think he's going to take the help seriously. Mm-hmm. Because of the, I don't think mental health is taken seriously enough, like, within the black community, especially with black men. Mm-hmm. Like, if, like, it was big for me when um, Kid Cudi admitted himself for depression. Mm-hmm. It was like, whoa. This is dope. I like that he said it out loud and he right. didn't just disappear. Right. Because we need to see these things. But I don't I don't I don't know why I don't believe Kanye is gonna take it serious. I don't know why I have those thoughts. I just feel mm-hmm. like he's not and it's pretty it's sad. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I hope he does. Yeah. I don't know what that nigga's gonna do. <laughs> <laughs> like on any level, I also I, I I like that you brought up the use of the term erratic because I feel like it leaves too much to the imagination. Yeah, and I think that's a media thing because yes. it's an exciting word to say. Ooh, the celebrity was acting erratic. Right. That could mean that they were just maybe shaking a little bit, or that could mean they were throwing shit at their wife, or like you know what I'm saying. Yeah, there's so many levels so to many that. So many things that it could be. Right. So there's that aspect of it, and then. He could have just been shouting. Kanye is a shouter. Like, you right, know, it could just be... Right, right, right. So many things that it's like... Obviously, the media isn't even taking it serious. Yeah. I don't know. I just feel um, like he doesn't have enough people around him that, like... I don't know. I don't know, Kanye. I don't know I don't him personally. Know. I will say that before he got hospitalized... Like, sorry. Like, people that, like... Like, I know he's got Kim. But, like, people who, like, know him... Like, know the old Kanye fuck with the new Kanye and like like somebody I feel like he doesn't have a person you think he does and that person was Jay-Z okay and I don't think Jay-Z he like he's like I don't think Jay-Z and him are as close as they used to be so Mm -hmm. maybe that's the last person that he's had who has known him throughout this whole duration and that could I don't know what happened between them obviously but that could be affecting him Mm -hmm. or Maybe Jay is staying away because he knows something is just not right. Right. <laughs> like, after a while, after telling a friend, hey, you need to do whatever, if they're not doing it, you mm-hmm. know, for whatever amount of years or whatever, then it's just like, you know what, I can't yeah. be in this. I don't know. I'm not in Jay-Z's house, but, right. you know, whatever. One thing I want to say, this is unrelated to Kanye's mental health, but I did not appreciate, and I do not appreciate how people tie some of his behavior to Kim. Okay. He has done things that made no sense to us mm-hmm. before he was with her. Right. So I don't like, even though I'm not a little, I mean, little Kim. What am I saying? Even though I'm mm-hmm. not a Kim Kardashian fan and I'm not like pro Kim Kardashian, I just don't get the constant battering of her when he is misbehaving. Yeah, they associate everything with the Kardashian effect. And it's like he was wilding out. He stole. He he took that thing from Taylor Swift. When he was with Amber. He wasn't right. even with Kim. Like right. he he does shit. He mm-hmm. does what the fuck he wants regardless of whoever he's with. Right. So I don't understand why people 
And I will say that sometimes I have even myself, but it's just like, why are we blaming her for his um, bad behavior? Right. That's his fault. Why mm-hmm. are we not? I think that's why it's going on so long. Mm-hmm. It's because no one holds him accountable for his bad behavior. Right. We're always like, that's some um, mm-hmm. Kardashian shit. Right. No, this is some him shit. And if right. we held him more accountable, maybe he would have got help earlier. Mm-hmm. And stuff like it's just like yeah. even like when he said that Trump shit, mm-hmm. cause even I was like, oh this Negro. But I people were blaming it on Kim, and I'm like, she openly supported Hillary. That was weird. Yeah. Stupid. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't even fuck with Kim Kardashian, but she openly was supporting mm-hmm. Hillary. Mm-hmm. Well, shut up. Stop yeah. doing I thought, that. I thought that that was weird. Um, how they were blaming right. <laughs> like, that was that was that was a reach. <laughs> that was a reach. Like, that was a reach. And then, fuck? then just to like stray a little bit more and just like get back to the voting thing. Yeah, I thought it was interesting <laughs> that so many people are talking about if you don't vote, you don't have a say, right? This nigga said he did yeah, not vote. vote. Hey, I didn't vote, guys. But if, if I, I did, did, I would have voted for Trump. And that held so much weight with yo, people. Yo, what is? Why? He you guys, you can't have it both ways, yo. Yeah. Y- y'all just said the popular folks just y'all just said if you don't vote, you don't matter. This motherfucker tells everyone I, I didn't, didn't vote, vote, and now you guys are wilding because he said he would have someone who has a history of saying things that are provocative, seemingly without cause. Yeah. Right. Why does Why it matter he, that he, he would have voted, voted for, Trump? for Trump? He didn't, so it doesn't matter. Why does? Because it... you said when you don't vote. You don't matter. Yeah. So I thought that was weird seeing people who I know feel that way mm-hmm. talk about this shit like it matters. Also, separately, why does it matter? And I love Kanye. I'm a noted Kanye apologist. Yeah. I fucks with him. Only times that he's pissed me off, honestly, have been when he's been talking bad about Amber or any woman. Like yeah. I have, you know, the same trouble I have with everybody is their relationship with women. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um,. But outside of that, you know, he's cool. But I didn't feel like that meant anything. I didn't either. You know? And I believe in Jesus. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? But I really did. I I didn't feel like it meant anything. And I do believe that people who don't vote have a say. I didn't think that him declaring he would have voted for Trump, I didn't think it mattered. And for me, it was like... The shit is done. Everyone was mad at Kanye for... saying Saying who he would have voted for had he voted. Right. But we weren't yelling at these thirteen percent of black men who actually voted. Right. Like we weren't like There's yelling so at them many and like you know, even though that is a small percentage of blah blah blah. Right. blah but if we're gonna yell at right. a black man, maybe it should be the thirteen percent if we care. Yeah. You know, like it was just like I don't know, it just didn't make no sense. It's weird. Whatever, I didn't get it. But I just wish that people would stop blaming Kim. I mean Kim Kardashian, Kanye West's bad behavior on his wife right because it's not her fault Mm -hmm. hold him accountable Mm -hmm. maybe he will actually get help i don't know for some reason i don't feel like he is going to adhere to Mm. i don't know why i have that feeling but Mm -hmm. let's start holding him accountable for shit so he does because he gets away with everything he does we listen we got to keep kanye alive i'm gonna put it out there okay this is how the shit starts all right somebody has a hospital visit and then two years, something fucking nuts happens. Yeah. This is how the shit starts, yo. And I know I know people who know Kanye. We got to keep him alive. Mm-hmm. That's all I wanted to say. Okay. 
I, I can't, he can't, I like, we gotta keep Kanye alive, man. Gotta keep him alive. No, I'm a Kanye fan. Yeah. I feel you. I just got real stressed I out I voted for it. him. I know. I voted for this motherfucker. <laughs> I wrote your name on a fucking ballot. I believe in Kanye West. Right, 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 right. Make him be accountable for his shit. Uh-huh. So that he knows yeah. that something is wrong. Right. True that. True that. True that. So he can f- get help. Yeah. If you guys are. Stop, are... Let's stop enabling. Mm-hmm. We love him, right? We let's do. stop enabling his bullshit right. so that he gets the help he needs. Right. He seeks the help he needs mm-hmm. and he gets better. Mm-hmm. True that. That's what we want for Kanye. Amen. Amen. Yes. And uh, if you want to hear more about uh, Queen's <laughs> Kanye vote, please <laughs> listen back to episode 70, 79. Yo, this is episode 80. Wow. Yo. Wild style. Wow. Um, so there's Next a man. Topic on the Sorry, I just thought about uh, that gospel song that R. Kelly did. Anyway. Because we're talking about pastors. R. Kelly did a gospel song? I think he's done a few, like, gospel songs. I forget the chorus of this one. I would have to sing the whole thing. I got caught into that. I think it was Hezekiah Walker song. Uh Never should have made it. Yeah. I was like, well, I gotta play this again. This is a good one. It's good. (laughs) He's got got the hits. Never could have made it. Go ahead. Get into it. That was a great one. Um, So there's a pastor in Harlem, Desiree Allen, who is... um, Pregnant, she's unwed, unmarried, unmarried pregnant, um, showing. I think at this point, mm-hmm. and <clears throat> the reason why this is news is traditionally in the Black American Church, I will call it. Um, yeah, right. That's fair to say, Black American Church. Okay. Would you call I, it that? I thought all churches don't uh, have pregnant um, pastors. Yeah, I guess for not. For me, it's a Christian. Well, Muslims really don't have it either. For right. me, it's a religion. Right, thing. right, right, right. Okay, yes. Religions that Let's believe in like a, virginity right, and chastity. Right, let me, let me call it a black Christian thing. Okay. That's what I know about. So mm-hmm. I call it that. Um. Anyway, she's pregnant. She's a pastor. She has. She wrote a, a long statement and it's spreading like wildfire Um, that she's not going to sit down. It's interesting. I feel like it says a lot about black culture uh-huh. that this thing that happened in Harlem and this church in Harlem yeah. is like news and like it's all over black Twitter and it's hit yeah. everybody. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. This is like some black cultural community shit. Yeah. It's very interesting. Yeah. Um anyway when I first read about it I didn't give a fuck. So I read I read like the article and her statement um and she talked a lot about so for the most part when this kind of thing happens because within the Christian religion, you're not supposed to have sex before marriage. Yes. And she was engaged, so she's pregnant with her fiancé's baby, but they were not married. Well, were they engaged? Huh? <laughs> what did you say? Did she say, ooh, I'm pregnant? And he asked her Right, <laughs> right. Who knows, yo? That looks better for church. Who knows? Who knows? Ooh. I know in real life, when you get pregnant by your fiancé, this is not a big deal. You just marry that nigga eventually, and y'all have babies, and then you get divorced yeah, 50% of the she time. she stands on a pulpit, it's a pulpit, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's something different. Right, right. So, unwed pregnancy in the black church is a huge fucking deal. Mm-hmm. It's a nightmare. You can be shunned. You can be... Oh, right. So, in her statement... She said that. She said that she's seen women. She, she, she felt ashamed, but this is like supposed to be a joyous time in her life and she didn't want to have this shame hanging over her head. Um, and that she has seen so many other women within the black church 
be overcome with so much shame that they have either left the church mm-hmm. or they have, there's some who, uh, you know, uh, the pastor's daughter gets pregnant and she has an abortion because the, the, um, pain or whatever that she may experience from having the abortion is less than the shame of having to walk around no, and be judged by other yeah. people. Um, people who used to talk to you now are like not, not, not talking, talking to you anymore, you. disassociating themselves. I know back, I grew up in a Pentecostal apostolic, like, hardcore christian church there were there was hardcore churches but i grew up in one of those churches um and so the tradition is to we call it being sat down and so you can't if you were the pastor if you were um somebody who was like had a visible like role in the church like if you fucking played an instrument or if you led fucking whatever the devotional service a song singing or whatever you couldn't participate in those things if it became known that you were involved in sin, like mm-hmm. actively involved in some sin or whatever. Um, and what's traditional is that if, you know, uh, sins that are unseen, you can just go about your life and keep doing it unless you like tell everybody, hey, I've been having sex or whatever. You mean like the pastor was fucking everyone. Exactly. The male exactly. pastor was exactly. fucking everyone. The male pastor was fucking everyone. And there's no, nothing on his yep. body that's tell, telling yep. people that he's fucking yep. everyone. The drummer who got his girl pregnant. Yeah. I think that happened in my church once. I don't want to say anyone specifically. I went to a real small church, but... That kind of thing would happen, right? So now the girl is pregnant. She's walking around with a belly, but, but her boyfriend is still able to yeah. continue to conduct whatever mm-hmm. stuff. So I thought that was interesting that she um, is, uh, you know, still preaching and not going to, like, sit down. It's it's interesting. Yeah, that is interesting. I, for me, it's, um, because we had similar things like that in the mosque that I grew up in. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I can't remember what it's called now, mm-hmm. but they wouldn't sit you down, but they you would be embarrassed. Like they would like have like a meeting with all the Muslims there and they would say what the fuck you did and they will like physically walk you out. Mm-hmm. And then you would be like, I guess like sentence for how many years you have to not come to the mosque. Wow. Sentence. Yeah. Like and that's not the language they use, but that's basically right. what the fuck it is. Mm-hmm. You were cheating on your wife. No, that's usually not the case. You were cheating on your husband, because mm-hmm. let's be for real, it's patriarchal right, stuff. Right. Cheating on your husband, so you can't go back to the mosque for three years. Like, shit like, mm-hmm. shit like that. Mm-hmm. And it's, in my experience, that type of stuff mostly happened to women. Mm-hmm. And um, it's shitty. Yeah. Like, that's supposed to be a safe space for things. Mm-hmm. And for it to not be, especially if you're a woman, is it's pretty sad. Like, yeah. I remember... Um, my older sister got pregnant young. She had her first child at sixteen, mm-hmm. and I remember my mother like, "I'm not putting my daughter through that shit. Mm-hmm. You just you don't need to go to that fucking right. house. You could be Muslim here in this house. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. It's, I'm not doing that to you." Mm-hmm. But I've know of women in my age group who have gotten pregnant and had went through that process, and it's like, yeah. Crazy. Something similar happened to my sister. Mm-hmm. Um, she got pregnant young, and we had like again. I went to a very small like storefront church or whatever, so we had like a church meeting, and she wasn't. And luckily, she didn't have any sort of I think prominent position or whatever to mm-hmm. where she could really be sat down. But everyone knew that she was sat down because mm-hmm. it was like a thing, you know what I mean? And yeah. we kind of, we grew up there, so it was like a whole fucking nightmare of a fucking thing. It was, yeah. and I'm I was just like her sister who was living this nightmare, or whatever. Mm-hmm. I wasn't like the pregnant one who yeah. had to live with this every day. So, 
I don't know. I can't really imagine. And then we couldn't, you, there's that, that thing of if you do, if you get pregnant in a way that is not in line with whatever your religion is, mm-hmm. then are we, we're not having now a baby shower. It's like all the celebratory things that are supposed to be associated yeah. with like a good positive time yeah. kind of turns into this fucking like some doom type shit. For your church, when y'all want to sit people down, could people, are members of the church still associate with that person and stuff? Yes. Because in the mosque, you couldn't. Right. Once they were like, I guess, excommunicated, mm-hmm. you weren't supposed to. And if you right. were found out to be associating with this person who was excommunicated, mm-hmm. they use other language, I just can't right. remember. Right, You can get kicked out. Yeah. So it was like a way for them to just like ostracize you even outside mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. the space. Yeah. This is fucking evil. Yeah. My particular church, there was this weird dynamic of like love and shame you know <laughs> which is why i don't really do that no more i don't, I don't <laughs> have time for all that yeah it's weird that you know dynamic of like love and shame right so we love you so much that we're gonna shame you so you can't do any of this and we're gonna you, we're not gonna have a baby shower for you or i think we did let me no, we did not have a baby shower. No, that was mm-hmm. a housewarming. <laughs> um, she would get, I think my sister, like they would give like offerings of love and shit, but mm-hmm. you're not having no baby shower. Motherfuckers aren't coming. So there's this weird thing with of like shame and love. So we're going to make this kind of semi-public spectacle, mm-hmm. but we're not going to excommunicate you. We still love you. Mm-hmm. We still da 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 But the shame is so heavy. I know another woman, she was a grown woman, but... She would come all the time, and she was, like, a part of the church family, yada, yada, yada. And then I just remember I didn't see her ever again. Like, I didn't see her ever again until, like, I was, like, a grown person or whatever. Yeah, because she had gotten pregnant, and she just felt bad, and so she never came back. And I just feel like if you're supposed to, like what you said, to an extent, the way that they present these religious institutions is that they're supposed to be some level of like a safe, safe space. space and yeah. it's just interesting and community. Right, and like... right, right. It's just interesting that, and I guess that's, that's where the religion part comes in for some groups is that you, it's a safe space if, and as long as you follow like these rules and you know, yeah. and then you'll be okay. Cause we got to follow these rules. You know, I don't know. That's but that's what yeah, that balance of like love and shame. I'm not really here for the shame. Yeah, I'm not either. I'm not here for that. I'm not at all. I do I think it's brave of her mm-hmm. to be in a community that is I'm talking about her black Christian church. Mm-hmm. Being a community that is so even though these people still live in the world and a whole bunch of real life shit happens to probably everyone in her congregation. Mm-hmm. And for her to have a real life thing happen to her and still stand in front of her congregation mm-hmm. as an imperfect person, because none of us are perfect, I mm-hmm. think takes a lot because religion for lots of people is like this crutch to make them feel perfect mm-hmm. or make or fill this void to make them feel like a complete perfect being. Mm-hmm. And for me, that's not what religion should be, like a crutch to like to crutch to hold me up and make me feel whole. I mm-hmm. just feel like it should be something that is just a part of me right. rather than this thing like, that I need right. to uphold me. You're saying and make that me some feel... people use it as like a resume check mark, right? So I got a decent job, I got mm-hmm. a relationship, 
I'm doing everything I'm supposed to be doing at church. Is it like that kind no, of thing? No, I think like like I have this thing where like I made this up where I feel like people who clutch their religious books the tightest is because they need it the most. Like without it, they're like nothing. Like okay. without these this book of morals or whatever, they almost don't know how to be a human, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. Like, they really need it. Because mm-hmm. without that, for some reason, they think they're going to be like savages running around in the world. Mm-hmm. And I don't see religion that way, so that's why I've just never really like mm-hmm. got into it that deep or why I don't like organized religion. But I think it's brave of her to be in a place where... Kind of like, you know, people criticize, overly criticize other people is because they have all of these flaws within them. Right. And that's usually my experience when it comes to people who are very, very religious. Mm-hmm. They're usually overly critical and pointing out all the faults in other people mm-hmm. because they're not addressing the faults within themselves or trying to fix whatever inner hurt or whatever within themselves. Mm-hmm. So to be in that space, imperfect, and say, um... I'm not perfect and it's okay. Mm-hmm. I think that's big in a religious right. space because you're just supposed to just strive for perfection and that's it. There's no room for like imperfection or there's mm-hmm. no room to say or openly show that I'm trying to improve mm-hmm. or I'm trying to um, maybe I lost my way but I'm still here. You know, like there's mm-hmm. there's no room for that mm-hmm. in a lot of organized religion. Right. Which I think sucks. Which I think mm-hmm. stunts to me organized religion. Mm-hmm. How are you um, growing people if within your set or congregation or whatever, y'all are not growing past, I guess, imperfections or mistakes or whatever. Like, you know, like, mm-hmm. I can't, I'm not who, I wouldn't be who I am today if I didn't go through certain things and experience things and learn from things and um, for you, for me to be around people who think that as soon as you make a mistake, you're supposed to just drop off the planet. Mm-hmm. How is there growth there? Right. How are you growing people? Right, right, right. I think yeah, I think that's the shame. Right, like you're, you're supposed to drop. Yeah, I think yeah, it's, like, it's the shame thing. It's the and shame. if what you are saying is real, mm-hmm. like your religion, your whatever is so real, then why would you want them to drop off the planet or if that person? It's something, like, I would feel like... Because God is an angry, vengeful guy. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, like, I don't yeah. get why you were just like, all right, just dismiss them and throw them away. Like, mm-hmm. no, this person, I, if, if whatever they did is so absurd and what you feel is a norm, that person is going to need love more or they need mm-hmm. nurturing more or they need whatever more. Right. They don't need to be, like, dropped off the planet. Like, yeah. that's not going to help you improve yeah. things. Yeah. Like... Like, if you just, I don't know, it's just weird. People, like, rehab. Mm-hmm. Not to say that that's what you need, but you have this problem and you go somewhere to try to work through it. You yeah. learn how to live with whatever it is you have, in quotations. That's what living is about. Mm-hmm. You don't just, like, eliminate the person and just hope that the problem never comes back. I'm, I'm, the whole thing kind of confuses me. <laughs> I'm very confused. I don't. Yeah, I'm very don't confused, know. and also I'm wondering. Okay, I and I appreciate this, that her statement and everything, 
I'm confused. I'm still also struck by the fact that, like, it's like we all go to her church. Like, we all have this information. I think that's interesting. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah, we're all in, involved in this for some reason. <laughs> I don't know why. Um, but shouldn't, as okay, as somebody, so I grew up in a Christian church, like I said, right? I don't deal in them things anymore, whatever, mm-hmm. right? But if this is like a thing, like everyone is having the sex. They're all having the sex, Everyone. Yo. Shouldn't that be discussed more and looked into more and like... No, because then you have to acknowledge everyone that Everyone is having ac- the you sex. You have to acknowledge that it's actually happening. If I'm acknowledging that people are actually having sex mm-hmm. and still like living and like functioning and like going about life mm-hmm. fine... And they're not being stricken from the sky. Yeah. They're not falling into these dark hell pits. Right. And all of this stuff. And where's the fear? Where's the shame? Exactly. And all the good old Christian fun that we're used to. Exactly. Yeah. There's no consequence for them. There's no visible consequence for mm-hmm. them fucking without being married. Mm-hmm. So why would I start talking about sex happening? It's happening. We've yeah. been fucking. We've been, been fucking back then. Like, like huh? Yeah. We haven't been falling off the planet Earth and falling into death pits of hell because mm-hmm. we started sucking dick. Right. <laughs> like, right. Right. that's right. not what it is, but it does. But we're in the last days. There's wars and rumors of wars, though. There's been wars. I know. Isn't that the I funniest yeah, thing you've ever heard in your life? Yeah, there's been wars. I would love for somebody to point out. Only time I could think of a time where it wasn't wars and You know shit how many wars are in the What is mad wars in the Bible? There's wars. There's always wars. There's wars in the Bible. There's wars, wars there's happening wars. in the Quran. Like, there's wars. There's <laughs> wars and rumors of wars, yo. What are y'all talking about? I don't know, man. I don't even. I don't know. I don't know. The world we've been living in. We've been living in our last days since forever. Since Genesis. I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know which one goes first. I dated this Israelite once. Oh my God, why did you do that? (laughs) Oh, I've dated them all. The Rasta, the Israelite, I dated a Nuwapian once. I've dated Hoteps. Why do you do these things? This is old life. Oh, okay. Yeah, this is not like present day life. (laughs) I didn't mean to be a queen, man. I was raised to be a queen. I had no choice, yo. was a queen. I had no choice. It honestly, to touch on that a little bit, mm-hmm. like my head wrap, like Rasta slash whatever the fuck Hotep Queen shit that I was into, it honestly was partially like a survival tactic. You know what I'm saying? Like I really wasn't fucked with, and I was safe to an extent because I was a queen. You know what I'm saying? Because people, men in particular, who were preying on other women close to me or whatever, um, yeah, they would leave me the fuck alone because I was supposed to be viewed a certain way. So it was like a safety mechanism when in reality, when in reality we should be breaking down these walls that make girls feel like they have to Mm -hmm. protect themselves in that way. Um, but it's just fucked up how it's flipped. You know what I'm saying? It's flipped to be that, oh, if you carry yourself this way, then you'll be fine because that's how you're supposed to carry yourself. Mm-hmm. When in reality, I'm like doing these things really because I don't want to be fucked with. On a lot of different levels, women didn't fuck with me because I wasn't, I'm not, like, we're not the same. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I look different. My wave is different. I'm not even in this. You know, even when I've talked to you about how there have been times in my life where I really just try and desexualize myself or have tried to desexualize because yeah. I don't want to be in it. Whatever this shit is, I don't want to be in it. Don't fucking talk to me. Don't fucking look at me. I don't want shit to do with what y'all are doing over here. 
So yeah, anyway, it was really like kind of like ended up being a defense mechanism to like keep myself safe and mm-hmm. yada, yada, yada. Um, but I don't know how I got off on this. But anyway, I dated all those weird hotel motherfuckers. And uh, yeah, I dated an Israelite dude and he was talking about how we were already like together when he became Israelite. But then I dated him again. Anyway. You um, like to go back. You like I to go back. I am a recycler. But I think I've recycled them all. Foolishness. I think so. I've recycled them all. I, I think I'm done. I hope so. I think they can't, there's no one left to recycle. There's no one left to recycle. Know. Someone hit you up on Facebook. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no. You know what? I got time. I ain't doing nothing. You've grown. No. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, no, he said, like, the same thing happened um, when he was, like, hard, hardcore, like, in his Israelite shit or whatever. Something happened with some girl, and it, and it was, yeah, I think the husband was actually the one who was, like, cheating or doing something, and they ostracized the wife or whatever the heck, and no one could talk to her. Um, the way he described it was, like, really, like, it was clear this woman was, like, trying to keep her connections, and these people become, like, your family. Yeah, they and, do. like, trying to keep in touch and yada, yada, yada. Um, yeah, and they, like, completely ostracized her. That's weird, man. That, like, that love and shame dynamic thing. It's very weird. I think it's very... I don't know enough about religion, but Mm -hmm. I feel like it's a, um... Seems like a monistic religion thing. A monotheistic? Yeah. What what seems like it the This love shame thing. The love oh, okay, okay, okay. But I don't know enough about religion. Yeah. But I noticed that. I feel was. like all the bad things happen in monotheistic religions. Yeah, like yeah. it's just like Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, like what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Like whose idea was it to shame and um um, use fear to make people believe things. Right. But that's kind of how the world works anyway. That's why they voted for Trump, so. I don't know. <laughs> Only God is Jesus. How many listeners do you think we lost? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I told you! I told you they're Illuminati! No. No, I don't worship Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> don't. <laughs> or Beyonce or Rihanna. I don't worship people. I worship no. myself. That's right. I'm a god. That's yeah, it. Yeah, I worship myself. That's it. I, no, believe, I'm, in I believe in a higher power. I do. I believe in God, but I also believe that as far as man, humankind is concerned, no one is capable of something that I'm not capable of because mm-hmm. we're all human. Mm-hmm. The only thing that could do something I can't is God, right? right. Since we're all human, mm-hmm. that's why for me, I think that's why I live so fearlessly mm-hmm. is because what if I use a human just like me? So right. what is it that you can do that I can't kind of mm-hmm. do? Because mm-hmm. you ain't God. So like, that's kind of, maybe that's why I move right this way. So, mm-hmm. and I am a God. I'm like, like how you be saying Yeah, that? no, I believe that. I think that's the jig, honestly. I think that whole, like the Jesus story and like that, that's what he came to tell us is that like we are that yo we have that in us that's who yes. we are he came here to live and be an example and shit like that is we are supposed to embody that shit and we are fucking gods yo like that's how we're supposed to yeah. fucking live yeah but i don't know the way i don't know man don't listen to me i don't know well listen who knows you've been here this long yeah right <laughs> it's been 54 minutes yeah you've been right? here this long um i think we do what we came to do yes we did yeah great spot yeah, this was a delicious spot of tea. Um, 
thank you for everybody who hung out with us and listened to us as usual you can find us on soundcloud itunes stitcher make sure you are subscribed make sure you are following us also on google play and the tuning app and then other various podcast providers that's right that's right that's right check us out there um Um, where you can follow us on twitter and instagram that's at t with qj mm -hmm. Um, we are also on Facebook and Tumblr. That is T with Queen and Jay. You can put those in the search parts for Tumblr and Facebook and find us and follow us. Mm-hmm. We also have a website, teawithqueenandjay.com. That's right. And that is where, as we mentioned earlier, you can hit our donate button and it goes straight to our PayPal. Or you can go to, what you say, pay.me? PayPal.me slash mm-hmm. teawithqj. That's right. That's and the link. Put some money in the I think that, that's plate. the one you put in the notes or no? You just put the site. I, I think know. I might just have the site in the notes. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay. teamwithqueenandjay.com. But whatever y'all want to do, y'all. Yes. And we accept it. I think that's it. Oh, we have an email address. Hey, teamwithqueenandjay at gmail.com. I wanted to say, um, listeners, if you have, if you can help us out with news that's not news stories, you can oh, send yeah. us um, stories that are local to you. Mm-hmm. or Just things that you think that we need to... Use our platform to get out. Mm-hmm. Feel free to email us stories. It is great for us to get stories that are out of our gaze. Right. We only have four eyes. And mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. if we can use yours, that'll be great. Yes. And I wanted to um, also give a libations up to uh, one of our listeners, Deidre. Uh, we appreciate you. And yeah, that's it. She's been talking to us a lot. And so I just wanted to make sure I say yeah. her name. Uh, Which platform, I mean, because I don't know. She usually emails us. Oh, Deidre. Yes. Okay. Yeah, so libations, pinkies up. Deidre, we appreciate you. And I think we're done, yo. Episode 80 in the Bizag. Wow. Black Lives Matter. Say her name. Fuck Donald Trump. Yeah. That's all. That's all, yo. Obama. Control your thoughts, feeling others are to blame for most of your thoughts. Trouble remembering things, feeling easily annoyed or irritated, feeling afraid in open spaces or in public. Thoughts of ending your life, feeling that most people cannot be trusted. Poor appetite, heart, or chest pains. Thank you.